The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. When I was practicing in the monastery with Sayadaw Utejaniya, sometimes he would offer something that I could notice in my experience, as I suggested in this last guided meditation, the possibility that the mind can begin to recognize and tease apart some of these mental and physical processes at work. And then I would go off in my meditation and I'd try to do it. I would try to f- see it. I'd try to, it would become a project. And I'd go back and I'd report, much of the time having gotten myself tied into knots, trying to do it. And he would say something to me like, were you trying to do it? And I'd say, yeah. You told me to do that. He said, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Nothing I say is something for you to do. It's just something you might be able to notice. And so that's the spirit in which I offer that. that and and what, what, um, you know, the interesting part about this um, kind of is a description of something you might be able to notice is that hearing that, having heard that, having heard that there, there is a difference between the sound and the concept, you know, hearing the vibration the, and then recognizing car and then any uh, furthering ideas that might come off of that. This, these are processes that happen in our minds. And the description of that, just describing it, may create the conditions for you to be able to recognize something that's already happening in your minds that you hadn't noticed before because it never occurred to you to look at it that way, to see it from this perspective of this distinction between physical and mental. And it's useful to distinguish between physical and mental because most of our, our reactivity is born in the realm of mentality. And to um, much of where, as I said uh, uh, during the guided meditation, you know, much of where our reactivity springs from is not from the direct experience of seeing or hearing or smelling or tasting or, or even contacting something in our mind, a thought. But it has to do with, our, uh, with the concept. The reactivity often has to do with the concept. And so, for instance, uh, you know, even, even the unpleasantness of an experience or the pleasantness or unpleasantness of an experience may have more to do with a concept than the actual experience. So, for instance, hearing. Hearing a sneeze. Maybe that is experienced as unpleasant. But perhaps what's happening there is that there's the sound, and then there's the recognition that it's a sneeze, and then there are ideas about what it means when somebody sneezes. Ideas about spreading germs or illness or something. And then we react to that. It's like, ooh, I don't want to get sick. And then that kind of view uh, around the idea of what sneezing means gets applied to the sound. And we think it's the sound itself that's unpleasant. 
the sound itself is just a sound. It's just vibration on the eardrum. It's actually pretty neutral. And the, uh, the unpleasantness often comes from the concept. The reactivity comes from concept. And so, again, this is a description of something that we might be able to see, and yet it's not something to try to do so much. And so just coming back to the simplicity of noticing what's happening in your experience, and then this conversation might at some point help you to see something new. So that's the... That's the kind of caveat about what I offered in that, in that guided meditation.